Hello and welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast. Cats Tober Freaks Travis Screams Edition. My name is Adam, and I'm a member of the band Wildcats. We are, of course, an improv comedy band. We make concept albums that come out every month. And just for fun, I'm also going to say that we make this podcast, which is an ongoing improvised musical about the Wildcats being the biggest band in the world, running a camp, Camp Wildcats, home of the Childcats, can I take your order, and solving mysteries. This week's mystery is Wildcats and the foppish Frankenstein. Ugh! If that doesn't make you peel out of your boots because you're so scared and you need to warm your feet or make them colder by taking them out of your boots, then I don't know what will. But before we get there, I'm going to catch up with Charlie. See ya. Put your headphones on and get grooving and let your body go and get moving. Get your feet up off the ground. Raise your arms, wave them around. Ten times Wildcats is a whole lot. It's a welcome back Wildcats rock. Crack a smile, pass it around. What's that beneath your bed? Is it a ghost? Is it a ghoul? I don't know, listener. Sometimes you think it's right to look, but what would you see? Would you ever be the same afterwards? I don't know, listener. Welcome to Wildcats on the Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and I'm here with the Wildcats man himself, Adam. Hello. It's me, the Wildcats man himself. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Charlie. <laughs> it's it's my my gosh darn honor. Wildcats friend. and the foppish Frankenstein is the oh. special scare of yeah. the week. Yeah, it's the uh, improfrights uh, boozical. Yeah. I would say that it's definitely part of the Catstober Freaks Strava Screams up for sure. Ooh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's going to happen after the break, and it's going to be fantastic. But I guess until then, Charlie. Yeah. You okay, oh, man? Oh. You safe? I am full on shivering, and I got to say, uh, I don't know. It's hard to know where you're safe in mm. modern society. Oh, yeah. Uh, the wildfires across California. I'd forgotten that we finally reached modern than society. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've been living in the past, Charlie. This is why you should have a notebook uh, once you <laughs> help you not forget things. So I could write down that I'm in fact living in modern society. <laughs> yeah, and then you won't forget it later. Because <laughs> I can read it whenever I want. Yeah. If you if you sit there like fuck, are we in modern society? You can check your notes and go like, oh okay okay yeah 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 we are. I can say, uh, am I a modern man? And I'll check my notes, of course, and say, well, in fact, I am. As a modern man, Charlie, do you feel like that you truly define the generation of which you're a part? I 
I feel like I defy the generation through which I'm a part sometimes. That's <laughs> scary. Uh, what about you? I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm defined by my generation. That I don't define it. That I am, in fact, sort of a slave mm. to it, and mm, that it's it's yeah. my master. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Adam. It's a wild guess, man. It's a spooky time right now. Uh, okay. I don't know if you can hear the wolves howling, the coyotes yipping, but uh, we're get, we're for the listeners who are listening to this the fisherman long swimming. in the future. Uh, this episode is actually coming out on October thirtieth, and it's a spooky time. What are you going to be for Halloween? Is that the listeners still? No, that's you. Oh, that's me. Uh, I don't actually yeah. know. It's probably going to be at a last-minute affair, as with all of my Halloween costumes. Night of, uh, what's in the closet? What's the joke I can make? Last-minute affair is a kind of interesting Halloween costume. Oh. Should uh, we? <laughs> so I, I'm it's sort not of totally like, sure what... It's sort of like cheating on your husband or wife, but like in the moment. Like, in, like impassioned, not like premeditated. Right, or maybe it's like, uh, like, right before your divorce, like right before your divorce gets finalized. Oh, because or... it won't be an affair in just another minute. Yeah, <laughs> that is a great Halloween costume. You're about to <laughs> sign the divorce papers. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple's costume, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how to how to play it well uh but i guess you could be wearing just like <laughs> lingerie with your divorce papers yeah i guess so why not that'll work um, and then when people ask what are you you say i'm a last minute affair then it would be really funny i, I, I well i can only imagine that in the moment that would be funny it's got to be tough because like i think like a wedding ring tan line <laughs> is a nice like affair sign mm. but with the divorce papers it also just is like well yeah you probably like this is also a time where you take your wedding ring off is that uh, what happens is it's like when you get fired from the police or suspended that like the judge is like hand in your wedding rings <laughs> oh yeah at the at the divorce i at see the divorce, i thought you the meant divorce. i thought it was just like an additional thing for cops um, <laughs> I'm gonna need your gun, yeah. badge, and wedding ring. <laughs> that way, so when, the, when they're suspended, they can have affairs. Yeah, and they'll be protected by the police. Yeah, the thin blue line—that's what it's all about. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they—they they, the- they stick by their own. They—they they look out for each other. This is a bad joke. Okay. Uh, but the thin blue line is the, like, rubber band on a condom. The rubber band on a condom? I don't know, like the the rubber ring part. Oh, okay. Yeah, bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, but definitely... Maybe a good Halloween costume? Yeah, it's a good Halloween costume, but it was definitely really scary that you said that. Yeah. For what that's worth. Uh, I just remembered to turn the fan off in my room. Oh, that's smart. 
Thanks. I'm probably I'm gonna start sweating now. It's a real boiler. This is a uh, what do they call it? A pressure, r- a boiler room scenario. This podcast, uh, like where everyone's trapped in a room, and you know one of us is gonna kill the other. Yeah, dude. I'm worried because isn't this exactly how Freddy Krueger died? Oh, he turned his. Did he in die of like room? that, like f- fan death? <laughs> <laughs> He fell asleep with his fan on. Yeah. So actually, you've just you've just wimped out a little bit. Yeah. Right. You've basically covered your <laughs> eyes during a scary movie. Oh uh, yeah. I can't handle all of this. Too <laughs> yeah. scary. Do you think you could do a good like costume of something someone's actually scared of, like uh, bungee jumping? <laughs> Uh, I think you do a, a like a bungee jumper costume, but I don't know if it would scare people who are afraid to bungee jump. But it like might. You would if need you have to like the if you bungee have... cords, like just like kind of dragging behind you in the party. It, it like... might. I think it'd be a better costume if you looked like the ground rushing up to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you could pull off yeah. that costume, it's not a bad idea. Just like a sense of vertigo. Yeah, well, but that's what bungee jumpers are afraid of, right? Falling? Yeah. It's not the or fall guess, that kills yeah, you, it's the, the ground. It's, it's, that's true. Yeah, that's why uh, I want to dress up as a person, because it's not guns that kill people, it's people. <laughs> so you're just going like, to show up to at a, Halloween, at a Halloween party just looking normal. It's so like, what are you? And you're gonna you're gonna say, I'm what kills people. <laughs> yeah. What's scarier <laughs> Not than just guns? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought you were gonna be a goon for Halloween. Oh, like a hockey player that gets in fights. Yeah. Oh, what made you think that? Uh, I don't know. I thought it would be good. Uh. I thought about it for a while, and I'm like, here's my guesses for what everyone in the Wildcats <laughs> would be for Halloween. Adam would be a goon. Mm-hmm. Mitch would be uh, a, a real stickler for the rules. Oh, no way. I was uh, about to say hard ass. Ooh. Which is the same nice. thing. So it means that we're probably yeah. on the right track. Spencer was going to be a golf club. Uh, <laughs> Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really like the golf club costume idea now. That's really funny. Like, do you just make, like, a really big hat thing? That's the... Right? Do you just, like, put on a black mask and you're all silver with a big boot? <laughs> Who knows? No, we. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a good costume. How would though. you? I, it'd be uh, easier to be a bag of golf clubs than a golf club, but that's not as funny. Yeah. Do you think why people dress up as like? Because like, I don't know. People are always so big on like, what is the scariest costume in like a zombie or a dra- or Dracula or a werewolf or a witch? Like these are scary, but like, I don't know if a person was in my golf bag dressed up as a golf club. <laughs> What's scarier than that? <laughs> Especially you go if out it's a for person. your sand wedge. 
Especially if you know it's a person dressed up, because a person's what kills people. Exactly! What other things kill people? I guess you could be, uh... Uh, shark. <laughs> I guess plenty of shark. things kill people. <laughs> yeah. Or is it like, is shark like, did a shark kill you? Or did you get right. yourself killed by a shark? Yeah, did a person kill you, like, with better lifeguarding, uh, mm. a better... Honestly, too, like, I don't know, it's not, like, cool, but humans could have hunted sharks to extinction by now. I don't think they should have, but... Yeah, and everyone... In some way, it's a death by negligence. Everyone, yeah, everyone who didn't do that, the blood is on their hands. <laughs> Everyone who did it uh, kill all sharks. Yeah. The night sure is getting longer, huh, Charlie? Yeah, and speaking of longer, uh, I looked up a list of ten animals with the biggest teeth. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. There's like. This is for. Is one tooth is like the biggest. It's not like the weight of all the teeth, right? It's like this animal has like one or two teeth that are like this long. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't work out that well. Like, none of the articles really uh, answered my question of the top ten animals with the biggest teeth. Well, I think it's clearly a giant saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, well, maybe McNeely Family Dentistry disagrees with you. McNeely? Uh, McNeely. Uh, their their first one is the saber-toothed deer. That's a thing? Yeah, it's native to Eurasia. Why do you gotta tell me this right before Halloween, Charlie? Saber- so you're ready. It's important. What if you see someone in a costume as a saber-toothed deer? Oh my gosh, look at these guys. They look so funny. Also known as a musk deer. Are they funny as hell? They do look funny. I wonder if they have a nice, like a musk gland, like a muskrat does. I hope so. Yeah, they are very, like... If they are from Eurasia, I wonder if they are, like, from a Transylvania-like region, and people out there are like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, the vampires got the deer. Uh, Because I would think that. (laughs) A vampire has given this deer the dark gift. It let this deer drink its own blood. There's no way that's the biggest tooth. Adam, they've been severely poached for their musk gland. Oh. Well, that's sad. They're carnivorous, unlike most deer. Ugh. Just know that it's not a gun that poached them. It was people. How good's that gland, though? Er, wait, no. The Siberian musk deer have been... Musk? Are carnivorous. Musk is, like, really gross when you look at it. If you look at... Like, go to the musk Wikipedia page and look at the picture of a musk pod taken from a musk deer. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's just like a furry sphere for the listeners. It doesn't it doesn't really make sense. Where was that on a deer? And I guess right? it's just like, full of stuff that's great for cologne. Is the like is the other side of this? It it feels like it's a just like furry on all sides sphere i guess probably the other side is like bloody skin but right. like it really looks like it just like 
popped off. Right? <laughs> it looks like just like a little hump on a deer. Just... Oh! It's... Oh my gosh. It like cracks open like a coconut. What? <laughs> I'm gonna and I'm you. hearing that it's dark purplish. Dry, smooth, and unctuous oh to the touch. Oh my god. So this is creepy, but if you want, you can Google image search musk pods. But like... I think it's creepy and gross. Like a good Halloween costume? Do you see that picture I just sent in, in the Discord? I haven't looked yet. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? It's horrific. It's, it's so much like a coconut. <laughs> so weird. Hell? So I guess there's wow. some deer... Little pods. What is it? Ugh. It, it's so weird. Why is it furry? Well, listeners, right. I hope you look up musk pods if you want. If you don't look up musk pods, then I really like, can't we blame judge. you. I don't know if I would There's... have if I knew what I was going to see. It's really not that gross. It's just a furry sphere that looks like a coconut. Have you seen, though, the woodcut from 1490 on the Wikipedia page. Which is very just Halloween. Like a, Woodcuts from 1490. Yeah. It's a very, like, spooky skull-headed deer with just, like, like it's like the deer has been tapped for syrup and it's just draining out the exactly in the middle of this, like, the side of this deer. Right? Like, so is that inside? Who knows? Right? Let's move on from musk pods. Oh my god, okay. Do you think the next animal on this list is going to excite us as much as most pods? <laughs> Maybe. Read the, I guess you could read the next ones uh, quick if you want. Uh, Payara are a fish in the Amazon River with four-inch fangs. Mm. Did we start at the smallest of the biggest teeth? Like, Are we counting down no. to biggest tooth? This isn't... I don't really understand. It's just a dentist's website? Yeah. And they kind of make a big deal like, sure, we all, lots of animals have huge teeth, and sometimes it's not the animals you would expect. Sure, we all know that sharks and lions have large teeth, but those are pretty mainstream. Well, seeing as this list sucks, Charlie, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Ooh, uh, like of the so-called of the, Halloween of, movies? Of the, of, the, of the movie to watch around Halloween. Man, I've been thinking. No to... I've been thinking. I've, I have a thought. Yeah, that there's really no really good one. That like oh, I feel like there's no really good classic Halloween movie because I've I had these like three criteria in my mind and I was just like no there's like there's there's only ever movies with two three like Criterion cr- collection movies. Yeah, I was just thinking of these saying? three movies. Like I was thinking of Seven Samurai and I was thinking of. Playing chess with the devil movie. Seventh Seal. Whoa. Two seven movies. And then I was also thinking of seven. Oh, and seven. Seven. Right? Yeah. And which one's the best Halloween movie of the three? Yeah. Probably seven. But yeah, I don't think there's any movie that's really Halloween-y that's good. What are your three criteria, I d- actually? The thing is, no, I, don't rem- I don't remember them was my point. I, uh, don't, I, I, I was talking about this with someone recently, but it's like... For me, a Halloween movie is not about... Like, slasher movies aren't really just, like, 
I would watch one of those on Halloween with people, and it'd be really fun. But like, getting into the mood of Halloween, that doesn't really do it for me. And like, lots of people like Hocus Pocus, and I think that's good because I think there's maybe the three criteria were like it's got to be like a little gothy, yeah, and like probably involve kids, right? And it, but it, but it also has to be good. And I don't think there's any movie that's all those things that is like haunted housey and also very fun and spooky and also good. Like Pocus Pocus was really not that good of a movie. Like it'd be cool if it were good, but I don't think it is. Right. I don't think there's a perfect um, Halloween movie is my take. Yeah, and I feel like like with the kid take, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think like it is this weird mix where like I think it should be gothy like also kind of maybe like i don't know if whimsical is the right word but like funny yeah like it it shouldn't take itself too seriously but also it can't just be like it yeah it needs to deal with those two together well i think you can find a lot of movies that hit two of those there's a lot of movies where kids have fun and it's good (laughs) but it's not scary (laughs) <laughs> and there's lots of movies yeah. where it's gothy and good, but it's like not fun at all. Like, like Crimson Peak. I like that movie a lot, and it's really gothy. But like, you're not gonna put that on to get like have fun with people and getting into the mood of Halloween because it's just like too serious. Yeah. So I'm interested. What? Uh, what, what? Yeah. What do you? Know. What I'm do you watch around Halloween? I like. Like, I, I, I feel like I just settle. I watch a lot of old Vincent Price movies. Just because they're, they are funny. I guess they don't tick the good box. <laughs> I've been doing really bad this year. I typically, actually, I think this is pretty typical of me. But I always like to celebrate Spooky Month by watching a lot of horror movies around Halloween uh, on Netflix or whatever. And I think typically it. Sorry, do you mean Catstober? In... <clears throat> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, you like to yeah, have yeah, your yeah. own Catstober freaks Travis screams up by watching horror movies. Yeah, spooky month, and then but what happens is I usually don't start doing this or watch enough of them. So usually it mostly bleeds into Catstember, Catsvember, Catsvember, Wildvember. I lose all no, of wilder. my appetite for spooky movies. As soon as Halloween is done. Like, I want it so bad in October. And there's, like, nothing more than I want. I I want than, like, a laughing ghost in a graveyard. And then as soon as Halloween's over, I'm just like, Nah, I don't care about that anymore. I I haven't seen Goosebumps. Is Goosebumps... Is that one of the The best Halloween movies? Yeah. Because people said it was actually good. I liked it, but I don't think it's... I don't... I think it's both, like, not that goth and not that good. Like, I think it's better than you would expect it to be. There's not, like, classic Draculas and werewolves? I think, like, all of them being there is very, like... All of the monsters are so very, like, fish out of water. Like, there's a yeti in the town! Mm. And so even... And I think, like, they kind of made a bigger deal to focus on the weirder R.L. Stein creations. There's a Dracula uh, on my Acura. 
Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what is the what is the hauntedest, spookiest film, and it's gotta be ah <laughs> uh, a cursed movie, right? Uh, it's gotta be that videotape from the ring. Mm, mm, yeah. That's got to be the best Halloween movie. There's a kid having fun in it. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel really bad. I got, I got like five minutes into a horror movie so far in October. And that I... That's a bummer. Like, put my iPad down and did something else. And I'm really frustrated with myself. But I think the problem is I have very busy Octobers, typically, with, like, work. And so I just don't have the energy. Yeah, I don't always pay attention to them, but yeah, it helps if you've got, like, a TV, which I don't think you do. Yeah. Your screen, Precisely. Your screen is in use. Yeah, my screen is in you. That would be a spooky movie. Wow. Um, so, I, yeah. Screams. Do you... What? Scream might be pretty good. The movie Scream, I haven't seen it, but I don't know if Scream. it's I don't know if it's supernatural enough. It's I don't think it's very supernatural. It's just a guy, right? Yeah, like I think that is kind of missing in a lot of the uh, slasher type films. Like, and I don't know if I think it actually solves it to have the slasher be like a weird immortal beast, like, like Freddy. I think, yeah, like. Like, the fact that Jason keeps coming back, I don't think, like, is the right type of supernatural. Yeah. And a lot of those movies, they don't tick the good box. That's true. A lot of them would um, be perfect if they were good. <laughs> maybe, yeah, this... If there was, like, a Lego Toy Story movie, <laughs> I think that could be spooky. Yeah? You think they could make that scary? Yeah, well, I think it would just be so, like, so, like, it'd be kind of like Eldritch in its, like, <laughs> you'd just be looking at it and it would just, like, <laughs> drive you slowly insane. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think a Lego Toy Story movie would be kind of Eldritch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Listeners, let us know what your perfect Halloween movie is, what your take is. I think Hocus Pocus is really close because it's yeah. Halloween night in Salem, Massachusetts, and like an old dead boy's ghost possesses a black cat and like involves resurrected witches and they need to like put his soul at rest. And it's like, wow, this is a perfect premise. It's just not that good. If that movie were good, it'd be a better. Yeah, what's your take on Cabin in the Woods? Oh, that's interesting. I think it's just not... Horror movies like that, I think it's very fair. I think if someone said that that was a perfect horror movie, I would just be like, that's fair for you, but it's just not gothic enough for me. Yeah, I prefer yeah, I gothic to, get to, to a slasher. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it has, like... Yeah, it's not the least goth... But it also, like, I don't like my horror... I feel like the techier the horror movie gets, the oh, yeah. least points it's getting. I, yeah, I watched one about finding about aliens with Charlie Sheen called The Arrival. 
which is funny because mm. Arrival is a big movie, but The yeah. Arrival with Charlie Sheen from the early 90s, really, really bad. But yeah, the tech part was weird. It was like none of this feels actually spooky. And I think like that's why is that there's just it's not gothic at all. Yeah. They're like it's classic spook like headless horseman-y kind of junk. <clears throat> right. But we satisfy all those things in our uh oh in Wildcats God. and the Foppish Frankenstein, do we not, Charlie? I think we do, my friend. Oh, it's the perfect goofy. Halloween movie. <laughs> After the prey. Yeah. Whatever you're watching as you listen to it, uh the compilation is the perfect Halloween movie. The compilation? The combination <laughs> of the podcast and what you're viewing. So if you, like, it doesn't even need to be, like, a, uh, like a movie or television. It's just whatever you're looking at yeah. will pair perfectly with this episode <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> and, to make th- and, like, it's probably worth it to, I don't know, put on a... Put on something that is recorded, a video of some sort, mm. so that you can relive it in the future. Like, probably put on the videotape from the ring. Mm, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's gothic. There's a kid having fun, and it's. I guess it's not that good. <laughs> the the ring movie. Yeah, the movie in the ring. Yeah, that's not a good movie. Well, it really like affects the people who see it. That's true. I guess it, you know, if you you have to judge a work of art based on like did it succeed at what it set out to do. So in that sense, A+. Plus, which is, yeah. you know, forgetting the fact that that's totally not true at all cuz what if you set out to be bad? Which I guess right. that the Ring movie did set out to be <laughs> as bad as you could be as a movie. <laughs> the most like supernaturally bad. This is way yeah. worse than all movies. <laughs> okay, should we go to a break? Yeah. Man. How many raspberries did that movie get? Are the razzies raspberries? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's the break. You're listening to music from Haunted Hotel, Wildcats' most recent album, part of the Catstober Freaks Travis Screams Up. It had me, Spencer, and Danny, and it's uh, fun. If you hate Halloween, you still might like this album, because it's just so damn fun. It's not one of those Halloween albums that's just all, fuck you this, fuck you that, you're gonna die this, they're gonna die that. No, it's funny. Real Halloween is about fun. And if you're not having a real Halloween, <laughs> then fuck you this and fuck you that. <laughs> okay, let's go back to the show. Giblins, goblins, all around. Where they're come from, out of town. Who they're looking for, it's unknown. When the giblins get you, there's no going home. Your body will be in a deep, deep well. You'll end up in a 
cold, cold hell. All we know is when the giblins are around, you'll be lost and never found. <laughs> you don't like my spooky poem? What are you talking about? I loved it. That wasn't a, that wasn't a stinky. That was a that was a like a holy cow. <laughs> the Giblers and Giblets. <laughs> when the Mike and Ikes and Oh, and the Father Shrink inside, if you ask me, because you're getting ready for the big app, right, Adam? Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Podcast and the Foppish Frankenstein. This is our Halloween episode, Charlie. Um, I just wanted you to know that. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot I didn't write in my notebook. Yeah, that, this is... I'm not I'm not telling the listener these things. I'm telling this them to you. Uh, this is our Halloween episode, Charlie. Um, and uh, we really tried to make sure that it would scare you and be the supernaturally worst thing ever. Yeah. And I gotta say... Not to spoil anything, but this episode scared the bejesus out of me. You guys succeeded on all accounts. And I also just want to say that when's the last time something scared the bejesus out of you? That's right, never. This was the first time. Well, yeah, because the bejesus was still in me to get scared out. Yeah, where'd that sucker go? What? It was just a little furry pod, right? Like a little coconut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a little coconut, but then the geeblins and goblins <laughs> got it, and... You know, it will never be found. They're using it for cologne. They like the smell of your fear. <laughs> That's cool. It's very cool. Isn't it interesting that <laughs> cologne, in a way, is the scent of a deer's fear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's also interesting, honestly, because we're talking a lot about scent and fear, and mm. during Catstober... And the month of this smell uh, in search of the senses album. That's true. And it's the sense tied closest to memory. And remember that album? I hope so. Yeah. I hope they do. Uh, and there's going to be new albums coming out soon as heck. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for an episode. Isn't that right, Adam? That's absolutely right. And before we get to that episode, I just want to say smell is the sense tied closest to memory. And taste is the sense tied closest to precognition. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wildcats and the Foppish Frankenstein, my friend. Uh, the Hey, as far as I'm concerned, this is, what, the 10th episode of season four? Yeah. <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. It's got you, me, Mitch, Ben, Trevor, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. frights a minute, laughs a second? true and uh beats per minute oh yeah 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 i got that bpm and you know do you think we pulled off frights and laughs per minute equal with our bpm because i guess we can only make we can only say words on the beat so i guess we probably did yeah yeah i get that that makes sense every word was probably both scary (laughs) and funny uh but yeah god honestly uh bpm more like uh you know bloods per monster right whoa bullets per magazine oh damn that's not really hot that's more like war (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think something scarier would be like uh i don't know uh if war is hell where's all the (laughs) geeblins 
That's really true. <laughs> uh, Should we go to the episode, my friend? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to come up with the pun I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a while to think of it now. Without Yeah, without further ado, listeners, Wildcats and the Foppish Frankenstein. Check in, check out. Tick tock, tick tock, boom. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast, our special Halloween episode. Wildcats in the Foppish Frankenstein. Charlie just shit his pants. Oh, no. Oh, I shouldn't have jumped off Mike. Now you get to choose my world. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it goes on this podcast. Track name? Now you get to choose my world? (laughs) Whoa! Yeah! Cool, great, yeah. Little behind the scenes magic. I'm tuning my guitar while we track Ooh, list. Strings it's going smoothly. Pegs. Picks. Alright, so we gotta start track listing. Well, the first track is already on there. <laughs> oh, I totally didn't hear it. <laughs> We're <noticed>. aware. <laughs> wow. Now you get to choose my world. Uh, uh I want a wife. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't we all, my man? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You guys want wives? I just want a life. <laughs> oh, does hey, that, what does that rhyme with wife or something? No. Is that how you got there? No, it's just true. <laughs> it's so true. It's part of Trevor's track naming strategy of just riffing off the one right before it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I oh, wasn't boy. suggesting I want a life. Oh, man. I almost said a track name from an album Wait, of Wildcats. Uh, I do want to say that I wasn't suggesting I want a life. That is funny. Mm, that is true. Um, That's true. Heavy metal cadaver. I didn't think of it. Whoa, sick! Rocking out and scary. It's Who could do it's, it? It's, Only it's Mitch. A different genre. Yeah. <laughs> genre adjacent. Yeah. Um, That's a Wildcats deep cut for the listeners out there. The reggaeton cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> Another choice. Oh, I can't wait. No. Do we want to have? Wait, so do we want to have it be, I want a wife, or I want a life, or what do we want? Oh, I want a wife. I, I want a wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just was, making sure. Yeah. Because I agree with Adam. I want a life isn't that bad. It I wasn't, I, well, it, it was, yeah. yeah, wait, what was it? It was with an extra, the extra clause at the beginning. I wasn't suggesting I want a life. Oh. When he said, I wasn't suggesting I want a life, when he said that as, he wasn't suggesting as a track title. Yeah. With I wasn't suggesting, I think that is a funny track title. That's interesting. This well, is good radio. It's a big fight between Ben and Trevor. Who's going to be the poor boy? Where they got their listeners? fists out, their eyes on each other's minds. Ugh. Trevor, I'm not actually sure what he's looking at. <laughs> looking at the lemons, Adam. Looking right at them. <laughs> For the listeners, there's lemons here. Yeah, and Ben's sourpuss. Oh, that sounds weird to say, but... You're... Uh... Come on, guys. <laughs> it's open for Superboys. Um, you know, it's a spooky episode, Halloween-themed. Uh, the Foppish Frankenstein is the name, so you can... Can think, I pitch um, I Want a Life? I was okay. going to say do something like um, freakishly fashionable. I was thinking... I was going like <laughs> Monster Stash. Freakishly We're really scraping the bottom monster of the barrel stashable? Monster Uncrustable. Uh, Better decide or else I'm going to control your world. Yes, that's track this, one. <laughs> the long, dark night of my heart. 
when sunrise comes, I'll give you a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Dark night of the soul. <laughs> uh, Dark night of rock and roll. This hat Dark keeps- night of rock and roll. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> Funny. All right. Well, Ben is the poor boy, and he's getting something special in the mail this week. <laughs> Uh, you can find him. Um, his. Do you have an Amazon wish list, Ben? Uh, no. You should probably set one up. Uh, <laughs> then the listeners can send you whatever you want. Just Venmo me. And you can find Ben at Venmo at Charlie O'Hara. Uh, <laughs> that's a classic prank. But to be honest, we have to talk about this episode: Wildcats and the Foppish Frankenstein. Now you get to choose my world. I want a wife. Heavy metal cadaver and dark night of rock and roll. See ya! Unfortunately, no one was willing to talk me down from it, or rather, my hubris kept me from listening to those close to me. <laughs> my, my wife, Hildi, she tried to warn me, but it was no use. The hole that I had sunken myself into emotionally was unrecoverable. Now, several years later, after going to therapy, Come over here a moment. Ah, yeah, Sven. What is it? You're looking good. I'm not feeling good, Hildi. Not feeling good. What is it? Must ha- be that food, the food here in America. I'm uh, not used to it yet. It's so fattening, so much sauce, so much more than they use in Germany. But of course, Germany's no longer safe. How many years has it been since we lost Otto? Klaus. Or even Hans. 
been a good man. 20 years, 30 years, 10 years, depending on who. I feel alone in this world. Oh, and Sven. I know that I have you and I have the wild cats, I guess. But I miss my. the people that know me the best, that were there with me for the best years. Oh, Sven, you're a simple man. Everybody knows you as soon as they meet you. Why can't you see that? It's not that they don't get it. It's that you don't get yourself, Sven. You never did. (sighs) Quick, give me a light. My cigarette went out in this weather. (sighs) Hildi, I brought you over here because... I'm going to bring them back to life. Sven, that's dreadful. (laughs) Earlier... When I was with the Wildcats, I met a supernatural being who had constructed a motorcycle using devil magic. What? And it dawned on me that I could use those same techniques to bring my friends back to life. You know, Sven, of course, I do not judge Satanists or any people who live for their personal freedom. Of course, my freedom from our marriage is one of the proudest things in my life. But I think you should be careful, Sven. I think you should uh, check yourself a little bit. Do you really think you can handle this blood magic? I don't know if I have any other choice. A motorcycle. How garish. So American. I'll never get used to it here. Absolutely dreadful. Hey, Sven. Who's this? Oh, this is my... Um... Former... Wife, Hildi? I'm Brunhilda. Pleased to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Charlie from the Wildcats. Uh, Are you staying at the camp for a little while? Yes, I suppose so. It's the only place that's safe that I... I suppose Sven gave me call. Not so safe in Berlin anymore, but... I guess in America it's no longer very safe either. The same thing happened here, I understand. Yeah, but Communication we're tr- blackouts and all. We're trying to keep the sa- camp safe as long as we can, so we're glad to have you here. Uh, it's, it's nice to yeah, meet you yeah, finally. Yeah. Sven talks ah. about you a lot. Yeah, hey this guys, I'm Trevor. Sure he does. Yeah. Good to meet you. Uh, what, what's your name you again? Oh, Brunhilde. Brunhilde. Trevor. I'm Adam, by the way. Do you need a beer? Brunhilde, you need a beer? Yes, I would love a beer. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Hildi, watch out. They only have that American beer domestic. here. Oh, there's no better beer than Bavaria. You and I always agreed on that. And we still do. <laughs> well, good to see you, Sven. So there's my bunk. Ah, well, we were saving a bunk on... The the seventh bunk we were gonna. I don't yeah, mean bed. I mean cabin. <gasps> I want my own room, of course. Of course, of course. It's of it's course. gotten a little more complicated around here recently. Um, with oh, all the campers growing okay, up. Okay, whatever. A lot Give me the- a number and I'm out of here. I just need to get set up. Try and leave. Eight. Can we put her in cabin thirteen? I guess I guess we might as okay, well watch we'll put some more kids into four, but 
Yeah, go on, go on to cabin 13. Okay, thank you. I'll be... I can smoke in there, I assume. See you later. Wow, she was... That's Sven's ex-wife? Yeah, Sven. <laughs> I'm afraid so. <laughs> <laughs> Age has embittered her to the world <laughs> as it does me. <laughs> but she has a she, good heart. She looks like she would have... Must have been... She looks gorgeous. I think she still, you know, she still looks good for her age. Yo, gr- guys, guys, who is that? Uh, who is that hot German lady just walked past me? There oh, that's Brunhilde. Oh, who uh, might want to watch single. it a little bit, Mitch? Okay, Whoa. Sven hears. Oh, ex-wife. why? You guys are you guys oh. broke up, right? I mean, she's single. That's yeah. true. Divorce, man. I mean, you got to find love again. You can't give up on love. Yeah, Sven. I mean, how long has it been? You, you, there's got to be someone else. Yeah, Sven. You haven't given up totally on love, have you? I'm afraid so. Sorry to hear that, man. I wish you got along better with Basso. Basso is who I talk to when I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah Charlie and Basso have been getting along great. Well, it's late. I think I'm going to head to bed. Yeah. Just remember, Ben, yeah. there's still a love out there for you somewhere yeah. in uh, some form. And you too, Sven. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sven. I've known that for a while, but <laughs> Sven needs a little bit of reminding. Oh yeah, Ben. Good to see you. <laughs> I, I know. I know things have been confusing for you. We're used to giving you advice as you go through all these body changes. Yeah. Also, Sven and Ben sound kind of similar. They do, right? They do. Yeah. It wasn't both, just me then. Synthesists in our band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Night, Sven. All right. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Night. I'm out of here. Yeah. Nighty night. Back to the woods. Oh, yeah, I left something down here a little bit ago. Just need to check around. All right, have a good night, man. Don't hurt yourself. You got it, brother. Logging into the software. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm inside myself with sorrow. All I need is a friend to help me get through. Otto. Hans and Klaus They will walk this earth Again Motorcycle and a sprinkle of 
be back soon. The bodies are being accessed. Pulling them up to the store! It's starting! <laughs> You're telling me that I woke up in this shirt? Oh my god! Hello? Hey! Otto? Hans? Klaus? I can see all of you in there. But is it you? Who am I? What have you made of me? I'm... a patchwork quilt of... flesh and bone. You are the... Former members of Dusta Football, the biggest band ever. You're telling me I was on Dusta Football? I played on the Ed Sullivan show? Yes, many times. And so you must be Sven. Indeed. Ugh. This is a mess. Well, <laughs> you seem to have a very good read on your current situation. <laughs> so I'm taking it in and figuring, did you create me? I did. I've become very lonely since you all died. And I wanted a companion. Ugh. You wanted a sticky mess of sutures and bolts? Those will eventually go away as the flesh grows. Oh, well, that's that. What, do you, what kind of stuff do you get up to down here? Oh, not much. Uh, hang out with my friends, the wildcats, shoot the shit. Um, sometimes hang out with the campers. <laughs> They're all right. Well... You're talking about being lonely, and that makes me feel more some type of way. <laughs> what type of way would that be? Well, 
I feel love. In a room such as this, in a dark night, I feel it shaking and quaking my bones. If I ever will be home, I need a wife, I want a wife, I want love Someone sat down from above Just for me, just for me to be with Someone for me to be me with Just a kiss, just a kiss on the lips It's what I dream of It's the pits right here Where I got no one to smooch, no one to Stare at their caboose when they walk in I need a wife I want a wife Want a life Want a love Sven, could you do that for me? Could you make my life So happy You made one Could you make two? Could you make three? Could you make four? If you made a couple, why not make some more? A whole family For me Of your bodies, auto gloss and horns. I could be the number one automaton that you could make. But it would not be a mistake to make some more. I need a wife, I want a wife, I need a life. I'm not gonna ask twice. Make some more. I know you did it before. And while you're doing that, could you make me a vest? This shirt I'm wearing now is not the best I would like to wear something clean And not something green It takes out the pallor in my skin The jaundice in my eyes I don't really fit in This shirt you got me in But if you got me a vest Made of alligator skin And some boots That would be the best That'd be the beast patoots So what do you think, Sven, old buddy? Could you make me a wife? A son? A daughter? A doggy? We could definitely acquire a dog for you. Um, that would not be a problem. Um, as for the other things, you need to give me a bit of time. Um, of course, there's always the option of finding a uh, already existing human wife. As opposed to me going through this frankly risky and reckless blood magic ritual again? <laughs> oh, well. You think doing some blood magic is ritual? The dating scene these days, from what I've heard. <laughs> I don't want to risk breaking my heart. <laughs> you have a sense of humor not possessed by either Hato, Hans, or Klaus. I wonder where you acquired that. It's probably from... 
looking at my skin? I don't know. This there's a real energy in this room we're in, you know. The I software, the the power that's within my bones feels like feels like I'm almost glowing. What's these roots up here? Oh, that's the tree of life. The tree of life. Tell me a bit about that. That's a good question. Um, look, I came on this scene a bit late in the game, but from what I can tell, it, like, gives love to all creatures. Um, the three Chrises are responsible for it on some level. Uh, those being Chris Christie. Uh, may he rest in peace. Or, sorry, Chris Colby. May he rest in peace. So, Chris Christie, uh, say it, I've programmed his name into this computer here. Seems like he's hanging out at Atlantic Beach right now. <laughs> Maybe oh. he isn't dead, you should check in on him. <laughs> yeah, uh... Are you lying to me, Bet? No, no, I swear to God, I just very If you'd lied to me, that would make me so very, very mad. <laughs> okay, so this... Chris Colby, Chris Kringle, a.k.a. Santa Claus, and um, Christy Monroe. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's happening down here? We heard a bunch of noise and there's like an explosion. Yeah, what the heck? What's all it? the lights went out and all the cameras. Oh, no, the power went out. Yeah, Sven, what happened? Oh my god, what is Who this? Who is this hideous creature? Who What have you done? Kill it, kill it, kill what it. What is that? Elvis? Stop!
fucked up He looks gross But I've gotta hand it to him, this is pretty metal He looks disgusting Like hell For him, yeah, kill him. I've got my torch right here. Come here, you monster. What are you doing? You're gonna burn that nice shirt. Get out of our job. I can explain. Okay, answer for this, Sven. I want him out of our camp. This is a monster. Look, that monster is the members of Douche de Football reincarnated into one being. I was lonely. What? Uh, Our favorite band? Yes. Uh, you mutilated <laughs> And it's alive? You know, do you have I'm a, absolutely alive. You have Look a name? Did you fingers. dig up the corpses of the other members of Dusta Football, sew them together, and an- reanimate the body? Yes. And it Gross. remembers? Yes. What's your favorite Dusta song? You remember everything? Oh, I remember every single Dusta song there's ever been. I, oh, <laughs> I've got three brains in hand. Sometimes the firing doesn't go quite right, but <laughs> yes, I, my favorite Dushta song is probably, uh, ooh. I kind of like them. Uh, what was that song? Uh, Fresh Ball. Fresh Ball. But that's cool. That's a, kind of a deep cut. Mine is Na Na, Na Na Na, De Toward. <laughs> That's fucking cool too, my friend. We've it's all it's all the songs of our babies, and I have three of me up in here trying to figure out which one I like best. Horns, <laughs> oh. Otto, and Klaus. All right, don't <laughs> let it all go to your heads. The the thing I've noticed about this thing that I've created is he has a very sensitive fashion sense. That's very true. I would like some rings. I see you're wearing a pretty ring yourself. What? What are you talking about, monster? It's a special ring. Yeah, that ring you're wearing. Could I borrow it? Uh, let's get some threads for this guy. Sure, yeah, you can have the ring, whatever. Charlie, yeah? I don't know. Okay. All right, you two, Adam, start handing Ooh, over I like some that clothes. Ring. Yeah, All could right, I have fine. that outfit? Do you like fox racing? <laughs> I quite like, uh... Quite like the vibe when I'm going out on the speedboat. Have you been on a speedboat? <laughs> That's actually how Otto died. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm terribly sorry. All right, yeah, you can have some, like, some clothes. You're my hero. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much for this fitted cap. Oh, my God. Sven, what have you done? Oh, Hilda. Otto, Hans, Is Klaus. that you, Hilda? Yes, oh. it's me. I can see you guys in there. Oh, Hans, we both love the wild cats, but and 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 douche the football especially. But why would you do this? Hildy likes us. Brunhilde really likes us, guys. You guys are cool. <laughs> Sick. Good move, uh, giving your bunk thirteen, Trevor. Yeah. I came out in my nighty in the rain for this. Yeah. It's good to see you, though, Hildy. 
It's quite a night to you, Warren. It's hard to look at you. You're telling me I've only got two layers on. You only, you only remind me of the death of my friends. You're not really them. <laughs> Sven, Ooh, it's not really them. That's so... How could you say that? That's a living being. All it wants is a dog, some friends, and to find love. You know Otto hated dogs. But Hans did not. Fair play. And Klaus is the tie-breaking vote, and he is... He's okay with dogs. It's an ideal situation because there are three of them, so there are no ties. Sven, you should check yourself, Sven. True hubris. This is an abomination. But we can't. We have to help it the best that we can. Oh, I suppose so. All Maybe beings. the best thing for it is a quick death. What is that? Hilda, no. He looks and he doesn't even know of his own mortality. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> what is Death to me, a being three. <laughs> well, come on, try on some more clothes. Should people First, let's get you dressed up. Let's get you feeling right, huh? Welcome to the world, my man. Thanks a lot, Trevor. I'm starting to warm up. Oh, that's a nice jacket. Okay, I'm feeling warm myself. Okay, okay. What do we call you? Me? Well, I guess you could call me. Take your time. You don't have a name. Sir Shreds a lot. Red's I love it. Okay. The Dark Knight of Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, cool. Oh, man. You know, this is kind of cool. Brunhilda, I kind of disagree with you. I think he's fit. He's healthy. He's not. He doesn't seem to dislike his situation at all. Everyone's happy except you. Fair. I guess I'm not supposed to tell people what should and should not make them happy, but be warned, we do not know what will happen. We do not know how long he will even live. Don't get ahead of yourselves, Sven, Sven and the Wildcats. Be careful with this young pup, this young bucking pup. Times have changed, Hildy. This is a new world and no rules we're just figuring it out, and I want to lead with love for my man. Yeah, Hildy, I am a buckwild fuck child. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't make me regret I'm ready this, to rock sir. <laughs> oh, I can feel that beat tinning into my sydney skin. <laughs> <laughs> Shreds a lot. Thanks a lot, Adam. I had some time to get used to it. Whoa. Ooh. Let's see if we can uh, feel it. Get you into that 
douche mode. Oh yeah. Sven, this is your moment to jam with your friends again. Dark night, we will rise again. <laughs> That's right, my buddy Sven. Play it back, baby. Knows that we're gonna go when we run the five and fill it. We're filling every day to the core of our bones. Oh, yeah. We're filling in a spot, and everybody knows. We do everything we can, oh, everybody learning. Every little boy and every little man, we do everything we can, and we know. So stress a lot, it's got what it needs to know. Knows everything it can, oh. coming out of his mouth as he's doing that stuff. Oh, his fingers are whipping apart on the strings of the guitar. Oh, he's gonna need a... He's gonna need Band-Aid. a face off. Oh, Band-Aid. Man, he can keep that guitar after what he's done to it. I don't need it anymore. This is a pretty good beat, though, Sven. Yeah, thanks, Sven, for the great beat. <laughs> you really are a good synthesis. Thanks. It's my job. Was my job. It's your job again, Sven. We're heading back to the top of the charts, you and me. Oh. 
Whoa, whoa. You guys are going to try and directly compete with the Wildcats on the charts? Douche does back together again. Give me a hug, buddy. <laughs> Bring Whoa. it in. Okay. Wow. Guys, you want to go have a band practice? Oh, my or... God. Yeah, we, Wildcats, we should maybe practice. We uh-huh. haven't had competition yeah. like this. Uh-huh. But, hey, if anyone could top us on the charts, it'd be an honor if it was you guys, Douche. That's true, but we're not going to put it up. We'll fight. rule the top five. You rule the bottom or the next top five. <laughs> Sven, Sven, I just wanted you to know that song was great. And I can see the young boy in you who first started a band. It was a bit sexy. That means so much to me, Hildy. Now let me go to my room and get out of this soaking wet nighty. <laughs> Be there in a second. You're not invited. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Damn, I gotta Ooh, talk Rob, to Ben Hilda more. <laughs> Man, I hope. She's just so in control, like so confident. <laughs> yeah, I really admire that. Man, but Santa's gonna be so pissed when he finds out what we what you did in his warehouse. Oh, ben. shit, we should get the fuck yeah. out of here. Don't tell Sandy oh. what we did in his workshop. <laughs> well, good night, guys. Good night, bye. <laughs> yes. See you guys in the morning. Maybe you can sit by Brute Hill. Yeah, I'm gonna. Screechy, scratchy. That's your ears thinking about what you just heard. Isn't that right, Adam? Yeah, because you're allergic to that episode. We told you that it was supernaturally uh, bad. That it wasn't just, like, bad. That it made you actually have a physical effect on you. And, uh... If your ears feel uncomfortable right now, that was us. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of fun. I'm glad that we had an effect on you at all, uh, listeners. That's kind of the joy of doing this. <laughs> we just, we love making you feel things. We hope that you enjoy the stories and that I hope that you laugh. Stories really contain the culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. And so oh my God. Wildcats in the podcast. Yeah. Is it really important? Kind of- I would say it's the keystone of Western culture. And I think everyone listening would respond to that with a, uh-huh. <laughs> if you uh-huh. think that Wildcats in the podcast is the keystone of Western civilization, let me get a, uh-huh, from you right yeah, now. Yeah, please. Uh, we're going to call it the... Keystone Keystone Challenge. Uh, shoot a little Instagram of yourself going, uh-huh. And uh, tag us in it. And Yeah, the Keystone Challenge. Should we all do it and send it to each other? Yeah, absolutely. I'll make one for all you. All of us. You, me, the listeners. <laughs> you, me, listener, everyone. <laughs> like... The idea with any big uh, online challenge is that eventually it's straight up every everyone. It would be, oh, yeah. I don't know. This is dreaming big, but like, mm-hmm. you know, recently I saw like going around Twitter uh, when the Clinton campaign did the uh, mannequin challenge. Oh, what's that? Uh, it was where they would put on Black Beatles by Ray Schremmerd and everyone would stand still and the camera would move around like a scene of everyone standing still. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and I think uh, the uh-huh challenge 
has, or I mean, the Keystone Challenge <laughs> has the capacity of getting that relevant at least, and hopefully, hopefully by the 2020 election, um, all the candidates have. That's awesome. I want to watch the, Hill, the Clinton campaigns. Uh, what did they call it? Mannequin, mannequin challenge. challenge? So they didn't even okay. Okay. I haven't seen a mannequin challenge in a while. I don't know if they like did a bad job. Like I feel like I thought there was a point because like at the end of it everyone moves, and I thought it was supposed to be like you move at this part in the song, but they just don't do that at all. Uh, but well, that's fun. That's maybe like uh, what was that one song where it was everyone one person's dancing, then they all dance, and it wasn't on. It wasn't really a challenge. The Harlem Shake. Yeah, the Harlem Shake. Yeah, none of none of that's as good as the Keystone Challenge. And just to make this uh-huh. connection between the Keystone Challenge and the Mannequin Challenge, and the Keystone Challenge. If you want to combine the two, you could go like this: pull up the song Black Beatles, and then go, uh huh, uh huh, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be you great. Could. Yeah. I, I, oh God. Uh-huh. Honestly, though, uh-huh. uh, listeners, you know, some people have to do the vanilla challenge to get it uh, big. So, mm. if you have like a great idea, like the uh, Keystone Mannequin Challenge, uh, <laughs> like do it, but do do a vanilla Keystone as well, because you don't want to. Oh yeah. You want people to be able to understand what's going on. And it's honestly insulting to us if you only do the Keystone Challenge combined with the other one, where it's like, well, do they then really think that Wildcats is the cornerstone of Western civilization? Right. Absolutely. They might think that uh, that Black Beatles is the cornerstone of... Western. Yeah. So, yeah, Uh, give us your best Keystone Challenges. Maybe, you know, for Christmas uh, we'll make a compilation video or for Thanksgiving and maybe we'll do it for Thanksgiving and say thanks everyone for your Keystone Challenge videos. Yeah, that would be a really good idea. And I know <laughs> like we've been thinking we're a couple we're right now uh Wildcats are close to, but we may not through normal means have twenty nineteen be our most productive year yet. And one way we could do that is maybe make a Keystone Challenge album. Uh, oh, yeah. And compile all of these clips into an <laughs> album of just... Uh-huh. 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 It would just sound like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Man. Listeners, you've got a fucking day ahead of you, I bet. But before you get too too stressed out about your big day at work uh i just wanted to spend a little time to keep you in mind that uh this week even a couple days from now we're gonna enter november Mm. isn't that right mister that's right and listener Uh, you agree too right soon it will be november there's gonna be new album I will also say that for people uh, listening to this podcast, you may be uh, thinking, oh, is the Catstober Freaks Travis Screams uh, all over? Uh, hint, it isn't. What? That's right. That's right. Even even when this comes out, if you listen to it on the day of, the Catstober Freaks Travis Screams uh, is not over. But, but Adam, 
the uh, Wildcats in the podcast is the keystone of Western civilization. <laughs> and you telling me that it's not the uh, the capstone on the Catstober Freak Stravaganza? I'm so that's that's right. I'm telling you. Well, like, yeah, I guess it's it's not. <laughs> the, I would say the foppish Frankenstein. This episode you just heard. It's sort of the beginning of the end. Oh, if that works, that's cool. if that's if that tracks, if that's fine. Yeah, it's like, uh, hmm. it's like what, dude? It's dude, what's like, it like? It's like the revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants oh. what must soon take place. It's like uh, the uh, 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 assassination of Francis Ferdinand, Archduke Francis Ferdinand, by Gabriel Prince. Cool. I think that that is what ultimately will kill the whole world. Yeah, and that's ultimately if you if you start history there. Then eventually the world will end. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The only thing that can stop uh, it though is Wildcats in the podcast, the cornerstone, the keystone, I should say, of Western civilization. As long as we have that keystone in place, then the structure will not fall down. So keep listening and give us your keystone challenges. Next week, guys, is Wildcats in the Haunted Hospital. Yikes! Should we tell them about this special episode, my friend? Oh my god, probably <clears throat> so they can uh, get familiar with the rule set. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, next week's episode, it's not a musical. Um, we, you know, call us squares, call us nerds, but we pl- do the episode. Call us the keystone of Western civilization. Yeah, do one of do one of those things for sure. Yeah, we- thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do the episode as a, a little game of Dungeons and Dragons. Where we all play as our and the characters. I will be playing, of course, Adam. Charlie, you'll be playing Charlie. Um, Trevor's playing Trevor. Right? Ben's playing Ben. And Mitch is going to DM us. But it's going to be an adventure just like all the other ones. But we're going to be doing it in that. So, yeah. Familiarize yourself with the rule set. Look up up all the rules to Dungeons & Dragons before the episode. And make sure you've got those down. Yeah. And if you're a listener and you're wondering that mitch got to dm us and you're thinking of dming us your keystone challenge uh that's fine but also put it post it publicly so that way uh it can gain traction yeah we would like you to do that but if you do want to just send us a private keystone challenge that's fine we would rather you send a private one than not do one at all yeah but doing a public one and a private one is better feel free to do them in your instagram stories and just tag us Tag at tag mm. Wildcats Band. I think that's our Instagram name. And uh, hashtag Keystone Challenge. <laughs> and of course, it is just a video of you saying, Uh huh. <laughs> Let us know that you agree with the sentiment that we are the Keystone <laughs> of Western civilization. That is the Keystone Challenge. And we're challenging you, listener. Absolutely. Listeners. This is going to be a big night for you because you know what's coming next. Uh, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, you could also tell us an uh, addendum to your Keystone Challenge of what your favorite Halloween movies are. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be really cool. 
uh, but also do a plain just Keystone Challenge. Yeah, too, we just need the to vanilla not... one <laughs> before you start putting mix-ins into your Keystone Challenge. <laughs> we need a plain vanilla one. It won't have the same effect on our self-esteem if it's mixed in with appreciation for Ray Remmerd. Yeah. Drummer's Listeners. ear. What? Drummer's ear. Oh, yeah. What's Wildcats backwards? Zactyl? Zactyl? Yeah. Stack. Ooh, wild is weird. Dleu. 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 Well, we bid you a (laughs) dleu. Little joke. That was a tiny joke. Sleep in.